0: Hey, guys, and thanks for joining us at IED Sports. This is Halloween week. Today we're talking MLS soccer. We're talking some uh, Halloween monsters. Let's get going. Alex, we're back. It's Halloween week.
1: Good to be back, Bob. We all know how much you love Halloween week, so I'm so glad to be here and share this experience
0: with you. <laughs> it sounds so so exciting. Uh, we do have a couple <laughs> of stories in the MLS that I do want to touch on very briefly first. First is the uh, Young Player of the Year Award. The MLS is doing away with the Rookie of the Year Trophy. They are going to be going with a Young Player of the Year Award. It will be awarded every year to a player under the age of 22 Any player with any amount of experience can win the trophy as long as they meet the age requirement. For one year and one year only, they will allow any first-year player to win. And then starting next year, it'll be hard-capped at 22 years old. Alex, what do you think about that?
1: That's also a word that the league is going to make the most money on as they sell this player to Europe. but. You know, It would be Brandon Ironson, I guess, but he appeared some games last year, so I guess he can't win it this year. If no, he, going, can. Could,
0: he can. No he can.
1: That it's going to be him since he got, sold to, you know, he got sold to Red Bull Salzburg for all that money. So I'm gonna assume it's going to be him.
0: They're also adding official awards for goal of the year and save of the year. And also in news, they're bringing the supporters' shield back. I guess my rant worked, Alex. Oh, oh
1: I-, I couldn't sleep at night knowing that news was out there, but thank goodness that the wonderful shield is back to be looked at from afar and admired.
0: And the last story I want to go over really quickly, because this, no matter what happens, isn't going to age. Tonight, when the Minnesota United go up against the Colorado Rapids, they will be without forward Kai Kamara. Um, He was traded from Rapids to Minnesota earlier this month, and apparently Adrian Heath said there was a gentleman's agreement that he would not start in this match. Alex, what do you think about that? Well, in Europe and all
1: over the world, when you loan a player to another team, whether it's the same league or maybe it's a league below, then you got like a U.S. Open Cup or a FA Cup in England or whatever, sometimes a big team plays a lower team that you loan that player. And it's in an agreement. In that kind of case, like you can't use our player against us if we're trying to go for a trophy. Now, this case, this is one of the first times I've ever heard of a regular season match where a team traded a player and, and it has nothing to do with any kind of cup competition. It's not a playoff, it's not MLS Cup, it's not Champions League. And you, yes. they're like, you can't, you can't, you you know, we'll trade it to you, but on um, so and so date, you can't play them. It's a little bizarre, but this is part of MLS's bizarre rules of, you know, salary cap, allocation, yes. target, youth this, DP that. It just, you know, it, apparently it's legal now. What is stopping Minnesota from saying, you know what, I need a better playoff
0: spot. I need a
1: better playoff spot. And my Amarillo, what's his face? The guy is supposed to be 25 goals, only got three. He's been out the whole year. I need goals to get a home field advantage or, you know, I want a better seating in the West. Uh, to nothing me, I don't, I mean, there's
0: no he, rule. It's a gentleman's agreement. There's nothing. Right. I mean, What's stopping Minnesota and saying "F you"? We need the points,
1: and I'm going to play them. I mean, you know, if I needed the points, if he, he, points, if he makes you the nice best person, I, I don't know. Some of his trades, like the Mason <laughs> toy, I don't. I don't get Adrian Heath sometimes. They have a lot of talented players on that roster. To me. The missing piece is the head coach, but uh, that's another show at another
0: time. <laughs> another show at another time, but it looks like tonight he's going to keep his word. However, they said it. Moving on into the playoffs, all bets are off. They're going to start their best lineup, no matter what, Alex.
1: Yeah, it's a strange situation. Another one of those strange COVID years here in MLS.
0: All right, now let's jump right into it. Let's jump into our oh, exciting news. Picks. I know you you couldn't wait for this. Yes, all. yes. <laughs> let's get going with it oh uh, listen to those high tech sound effects i mean i do what i can
1: i mean this is just top of the line this with this this that this, this is this is just it's mind-blowing
0: <laughs> talking you're just talking over okay this skeleton <laughs> is a member of the undead who skips all the frills and all the flesh to provide a more bare bones approach whatever that means to you you may have different people coming in with different uh thoughts on the matter skeleton pick let me start here first i'm going to start with Valentin Castellanos, he leads the league in 56 shots, but that's where it ends. 4.66 shots per 90, 21 of those 56 shots were actually landed on target. However, he has only two goals. I like Valentin Castellanos, but come on, man. Um, Get creative, create chances. Uh, There's no meat to his game. (laughs) Get it, pun? There's no meat to his game, (laughs) skeleton. Yes. Laugh, man. Um, he also added <laughs> zero assists this year in 2020. 11 goals, 6 uh, assists in 2019. The 22-year-old Argentinian has clearly regressed. You can blame NYCFC. A lot of injuries, a lot of uh, stories going on around him, and that is fine. But come on, step up, play the game. My skeleton pick, Valentin Castellanos.
1: That's a very good skeleton pick, but I got, I got a guy that's worse. I mean, this guy has scored... 18 goals in one year, 14 in another. He's brought on to be. They like, bring him in last year. I do you believe to be your number one scorer? And where is DC United this year? Not They're like the worst one. team. They're like the worst team. Like Ola Kamara, to me, he's the skeleton. I mean, you, you even know he's on DC United this year. He has three goals on the year. I mean, you can't have a leading goal scorer, center forward, with three goals. I mean, how you expect to compete? Uh, you know he's he's been to China. He's been you know the Norway international. He's, he's had very good success in MLS. But for some reason, the last year since he's come back from China in DC United, he's not the same player. I know he's 31 years old now. Maybe he's getting a little older. But you know, to me, this guy's a skeleton. You wouldn't even know he's on DC United. Three goals as you, as your center forward. He plays almost every game. I mean, that's for me. He's a skeleton.
0: Bone dry, bone dry. Okay, moving on. That means Ooh, it's that the was werewolf. solid. Wow! That means it's the werewolf. I don't know if that was a growl or a cough, but it. Oh, uh, that's scary! That's know, that's scared me. That. The werewolf. Uh, Someone call it lucky that you only see the werewolf's full power once in a full moon. We're looking for a deadly creature here who does not show up every week, only on rare occasions. And I got one here for you, mm. Alejandro Romero Gamara, the Kaku. Um, third-year Red Bull. Uh, I guess he's a DP from Paraguay. Wow. 15 goals, 19 assists. And I will tell you what, Alex, he has flashed at times. There are times when I watch Kaku play, and I say, wow, he is clearly the best player on that field.
1: He's However, clearly the most he's the most creative player in the Red Bulls. I'll give you that.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and there's been times where he looks the most motivated too. However, he's my werewolf because he doesn't show up every week. And it seems like the conditions always need to be right. He needs to be happy. He needs to be motivated by teammates. He needs to have a good matchup. All these things create a player that you can't rely on every week. There was the incident where he kicked the ball and hit the fan in the stands. All of Red Bull faithful was calling for him to be removed permanently from the league. And then, I don't know, he he scored a good assist Once, and then everyone's still back on his side, and he complains about the coach he wants to go home. There's agent drama. All these things keep Kaku from being the monster we want to see on the field every single week in and out. Um, And fans keep making excuses for him. Kaku is the werewolf. Once a month, Kaku.
1: You know, my thoughts on Kaku, uh, I know we're trying to get viewers and listeners not try to lose them, and we're in Red Bull Nation here, and this may piss people off what we're talking about. But let's be honest with you about Kaku. The amount you paid for the transfer fee. The amount of center midfielders around the league that make a difference, Pazuelo, malaria You know, it's just, to me... That's what he uh, gets. See, he's, he's averaging, what, three goals a year? Three to four goals a year. A handful of assists, under 10. He had a good year the first year. came in the 2008. Everyone stuck on that season for the Red Bulls and the Supporter Shield. Uh, he didn't want to be want He wanted to go to Club America. So, I mean, again... Now the rebels are they a much better team with him on the field. Yes, and that alone is a dilemma for the rebels. If, you know, if we're talking about that, he does make them better on the field, but he's going to be the difference maker to win an MLS Cup? Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely, Absolutely. not. That, that's the uh, bust buzzer. Beep. Bust, you're up. Who is your where? Uh,
1: to me, the, to me, we were at the game, Bob, and you watched it with me. To me, this is a guy one of the most talented players in years in Europe. He was a name. He snuck under the radar when he came here. I'm talking about Boyan in Montreal. This guy loves to play on the left side. He's very creative, loves to attack guys one-on-one. This guy has been all over the world. I mean, Barcelona, Roma, AC Milan, Ajax, Stoke City. Uh, and still, he gets here. And He got three goals last year, and he's got three goals this year in MLS. And this is one of the reasons why Montreal is fighting for one of the last playoff spots. They don't spend as is. If you're going to bring in a, a – a difference maker on the outside, you better hit. You know, you've seen signs of him. He's, it's very inconsistent. You see signs how brilliant he could be hitting bangers from outside the box, and then there's some games where nothing. You just turn over, turn over, frustrated fouls on the ground, loss of possession, move on. To me, he to, to me in this category it has to be Boy He's the werewolf.
0: Montreal is insisting on playing the ball out of the back, but when you have a player like that, just, just put it out his feet. Let let him do the work. Um very very frustrating to watch. Good stuff on your werewolf pick. Next up is the mummy. This is a good one for MLS because there's a mm. lot of player movement inter inside the league. The mummy was left for dead. He was wrapped up. He was sent off. They thought he was done, but he had much more left to offer. So here we're looking for someone who made a transfer. He was left for dead. He was sent. He was sent off. We don't need you on our team. And then turns out, hey, actually, he really does have m- much more to offer. MLS. I feel like. BWP Bradley Wright Phillips is kind of the low hanging fruit. So I'm going to actually avoid him and go with the uh, maybe even more obvious Darwin Quintero, Um, formerly of Minnesota. Now he's on Houston. Darwin Quintero, 2018, 11 goals, 12 assists, 2019, 10 goals, six assists. Sounds like a player you still want around, but he's hitting that magic age that you might want to ship him off. 2020, seven goals and six assists over a shortened season with a lot of weird stuff going on. Um, Darwin Quintero still has a lot to offer, and he he looks good when he's on the field. He has the most goals and the most assists for Houston this season.
1: Yeah, like I like how you did the analogy. Bradley Phillips is an obvious choice here, but we're not going to talk about him. Everyone knows what he's done in LAFC. Uh, good pick with Quintero again. He can score in MLS. To me, even if he's off the bench, he could provide a spark. He's tough in the box. He's physical. Good, good choice.
0: Absolutely, you're up. The Mummy pick. To me, uh, this guy six three one eighty five. Uh, he was on
1: a team last year, and for some reason they sold him from an from an MLS Cup contender. They sold him to an expansion team. His name is Walker Zimmerman on Nashville. Uh, you can't tell me LAFC would not be much better this year if they had him the whole year in the back. What he's done in Nashville solidified that backline. They are a playoff team. They are now in contention to be in a top six spot. Nashville's on fire late in the season with him solidifying the back, uh, and he's had a good career in MLS. He's been on U.S. national team. He has been he played for Dallas, LAFC, and they sold him for, I don't know, allocation. I forgot how, how much it was, but no way LAFC should have got rid of this guy. They thought he, he was a step slower. I don't know what they were thinking. They had, I don't know, you know what
0: LAFC thinks they, they're running in the back. A salary yeah. cap
1: uh, issues. I have no idea why they would get rid of you know one of the, uh, uh, a fringe national team center back and you just give them away to a basically give away to the, to the national uh, expansion team. And look how good Nashville's doing to me in this category. It's easy to see Walker Zimmerman, us national team on the radar is probably going to be in, in camp. Great move by Nashville. dumb move by LAFC. Uh,
0: I think it was a uh, 950,000 in general allocation money, as well as a which is a lot. I mean, but still,
1: yeah, which is a lot, but tell me they could, wouldn't be much better off to share with Walker Zimmerman in the back than without. No, oh, uh, a
0: thousand percent. Yeah. Defense wins championships. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. Yep. Next up is the ghost among his best tricks, becoming invisible and popping up in the most useful places. Could mean a lot of different things for the ghost. So I'm interested in seeing which way you took it. The way I took it. I picked Daryl DK from Orlando city, 20 year old Nigerian American from Edmond, Oklahoma. Uh, he, He definitely made a name for himself in 2020 uh he was a super draft pick kind of came out of nowhere no one kind of knew where he was no one he was off the radar and down on the depth chart dom dwyer was the guy well dom dwyer went down and mls is back and daryl dk stepped up and played great after that tournament ended august 22nd his first full start scored a goal august 26th his second start Scored two goals, um, and he's been a starter for this team ever since. He, uh, he, he dropped in from obscurity, um, and found himself on a very good Orlando team. Anytime you can find Nani on one side of you and Mueller on the other, and you got the size, the speed, the strength that Daryl DK has, I absolutely love that. He doesn't need to be a star to be useful on this lineup. He's also a six foot one, two hundred twenty pounds, and I believe. In his last disappearing act, he's going to make Dom Dwyer a ghost. I think Dom Dwyer is out. I think it is Daryl D.K. time in Orlando moving forward.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I'm about to do something very similar to a player player that's very similar to D.K. It's done basically the same thing just north of the border in Toronto. I'm going to go with Ayo Akinola. Uh, what he's done, uh, no one heard of this guy. You know, he's a homegrown player in Toronto. He's a U.S. and a Canadian player. Uh, Eligible international, both sides are fighting for his services. Uh, what he did in the bubble put Orlando on the map. When Altidore went out, he's a big physical forward. He's only twenty years old. He's got eight goals already on the year, and he doesn't even start all the time because Altidore and they went out missing Michael Bradley. Uh, Pizwell loves him. You can tell. You know, eight goals. I don't know how many assists Pizwell has given to him. He's at least five. I'm going to go off the top of my head. He has just given to Akinola on his on his goals, like just like just like talking about DK. Very similar. Very quiet homegrown guy. He had an injury. Stepped in and he's produced and he's physical. He's in the box. He's got. He can finish. Uh, to me, he's just like Daryl Deacon. They're very similar players. The I mean, U.S. National Team needs to, needs to take a look at both of these kids.
0: If anything, the U.S. National Team is missing some of that size. And these two guys, they they add what you need. So absolutely, and they're young. And they're young. Have some grooming to do, but I definitely think they could be the future of MLS uh, moving forward. And let's go to our last. The headless horseman. We can't see your hand motion because I pulled the graphic (laughs) up, but I wish we could go back in time if I knew that was coming. Oh, so that that
1: laughter scared me. Oh boy.
0: This member of the undead is searching for a command center replacement. Could be a coach, could be a system, could be a lot of things going on. Headless horseman. I'm picking from DC United Julian Gressel. He played for Atlanta and he was traded. Uh, in what was clearly at the time a championship Atlanta team in his entrance interview that I watched for DC United he said how happy he was to try to get another star on that crest because he believed DC United was going to be competitive this year well not only has DC United not been competitive by any stretch of the imagination in 1304 minutes so far this season Julian Gressel one goal two assists Federico Iguain is out. Ben Olsen is out as head coach. Um, the team seriously needs direction. It needs to find a plan. Now, this D.C. team, they do have bright spots. Uh, I pointed out Yamil Assad, who was actually Gressel's teammate back in Atlanta. Um, two young guys who they can look to build around for the future. Um, they also have 17-year-old Kevin uh, Paredes. Yeah, I
1: like him. He's good. He's
0: standout good. player so far this year. But this team is just old. Felipe's 30. Uh, Brilliant is on the wrong side of 30. Junior Moreno's getting up there at 27. They're going to start calling him Senior Moreno, Moreno soon. Um, this team needs to find direction. They need to find an identity. I want to know with D.C., what is the plan? Because my man Julian Gressel is out there looking for a head.
1: Yeah, well said. I, I'm pretty sure when he went there, he wasn't expecting to see the, the shit show that happened in D.C. I mean, coach fired uh the, Flores, the the dp broke his jaw in the first week i don't even know if he played the rest of the year you don't even see him out there bill hamid was missing in action for a while uh you yeah, know that they they need a total they have no identity they don't have a head coach they don't even have a a, a main dp guy that's like their main marketing a
0: yeah. goalie like bill hamid is like a closer in baseball like that's a novelty for a really good team Bill Hamid, yeah, he, get yourself he, in LAFC. And, uh, he's been there a while, and he's been there a while. And
1: it's definitely, he tried his trade in Europe. It didn't work out. He came back. Uh, but yeah, to his time in D.C., I, I don't, you know, I don't, they need to revamp that whole roster. You know, that, that whole, from general manager, front office, all the way down. They they, they need a lot of help.
0: Absolutely. Now, Headless Horseman, let's hear what you got. To me,
1: uh, this guy came comes into the league with so much fanfare, uh, high salary, to a team that, you know, is regarded as spends, spending is not an object to win an MLS. That's for the LA Galaxy. I'm going to talk about Chicharito. Uh, Mr. Hernandez, this guy, is, is the all-time lead scorer in the Mexican national team. Arguably the most popular Mexican player of all time. He has played in Europe for Manchester United, Real Madrid. He's played in Germany. He's played for Sevilla, World Cup, uh I think he's, what, 52? He's played over 400 games professionally. He has 52 goals all time for the Mexican national team. And he's come to MLS this year. Whether he was hurt with a calf injury, his wife was pregnant, the bubble, COVID, whoever it is, he has one goal. And one of the reasons why LA Galaxy are in last place, why one of the reasons why they are not in playoff contention is the lack of scoring consistently from a center forward position. And they thought this guy who's unbelievable in the box is such a sniper, puts everything away inside the AR box. Can't stay on the field and can't do anything on the field. He's very active in social media in America. It looks like he loves the country. I know he's on uh, into video games and all this crap, you know, Twitter, and he loves social media. He's filming everything with his family, wherever he is, all the time. I don't know if that's distracted him from, you know, being the soccer player he was, but, I, you know, I can't see LA Galaxy paying him 8 ten million $9, $10 million, whatever it is, to have one goal. I mean, that's just not going to happen.
0: Absolutely. Now, service and a lot of other things on that team have been a problem. But when you're you're supposed to be that guy, like you would think, just you just happen to score four. Just <laughs> like-
1: talent alone, he should get ten goals at least in his league. And, and just on his talent alone and his pedigree, what he's done. I mean, really? it's, again when you come from another country to MLS, it's it's a lot different than other leagues. The travel, the heat, and then the COVID situation. issue. It's been a weird year. Some guys had, and he's definitely one of the players that. Could not adapt this year to, to COVID in the United States at all to play soccer at a high level.
0: Kind of makes what Zlatan did last year even more special after the fact. Just the fact that Chicharito, another player is supposed to be of that caliber, they just, just can't come, can't come into the league, can't get it done.
1: Yeah, it's a problem. And now, because of that money, they uh, Carlos uh, Pavone on uh, LA Galaxy. There's a twenty million million dollar buyout from the Argentinian club and LA galaxy did not have the money, especially this year with no fans and with COVID at and paying Chicharito to pay that money to get, to get Pavone permanently uh, sent to LA galaxy. So again, LA galaxy, DC United, they have a lot of questions and they have a lot of holes to fill. Let's see what they do.
0: They're going to, it's going to be a, a big off season for them. That that's for sure. And every um, year it is. They always get a big name. I mean, one thing's for sure galaxy. They're going to
1: get a big name every time, every time.
0: Now onto some uh, IED sports news, I guess that's done with our uh, Halloween special there. We do want to talk a little bit about uh, our partner at thesoccertimes.com. You can find our stuff going on at thesoccertimes.com. Have a really cool website. They have some national team stuff. They have uh, professional leagues from all over the world. There's uh, tabs for coaching and youth. You can find development stuff. They also have equipment partners. You can look for soccer equipment, um, all really good stuff. Again, that is thesoccertimes.com. You can find our stuff there. Of course, you can find us here, Sports.com, youtube.com, backslash IAD Sport or on Twitter at i80 underscore sports. Click all those links down below. Thank you for joining us. Alex, thank you for playing along today. Oh,
1: I, I, this is the time of my life. I, I One of the, one of the this, pleasures of your life. Oh, this was just, this is brilliant. Brilliant podcast we just had today. I'm so happy to be part of this. All
0: right. Thank you for joining us at ID Sports.